book of John chapter 4. I'm going to take it slowly. Hopefully, we will get somewhere with us. Amen. In John chapter 4, there is a story there I want to share with you. In John chapter 4, can I have the diligence? Mr. Mary, you do the reading for me, please. Amen. Wow. Yes. John Turn it on, please. Turn it on. It's on. Wonderful. Now Praise. Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is it that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, and as did his son and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, Welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to come here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is that you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. But you have just said, what you have just said is quite true. Said, the woman said, I can see you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountains. But you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus declared, 
I am the one speaking to you. I am he. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your word that is coming. With the absoluteness of certainty. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, speak your word. That we may receive life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. 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 I want to minister on the subject of entitled, Renew My Mind, O God. Let it be your prayer. Say, O God, renew my mind. Say, renew my mind, O God. Amen. I want to borrow a, a scripture to complement this. In the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 13. The Bible, the, verse 1 to 3, it said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man, to the measure of their faith. Amen. Now, when you look at this text carefully, two texts, I'm just going to deal with them uh, simultaneously, but I will deal with the first one. To renew means to resume an activity or after an interruption. So, when you want to renew something, it means it has lost its newness, but restored. Uh, restoration have taken place and it has reimbursed it. I like it when you have uh, a petty cash and, and, and you use it and you have to reimburse it. You have to bring it back to its place of originality and, and its place of newness. So to renew means to all, to restore something that has lost its newness. The Bible said that we can be transformed and our transformation is subjected on the premise of our mind. Come on, say to your neighbor, my mind. So if there is something going to happen in your life, if something that people will see, it's not going to start from when they see, it's going to start from your mind. Come on, say the mind. I'm going to try as much as I can to take this chapter slowly because... Uh, God is crying, God is in pain because uh, we have so many people who are in church, uh, but they are not representing God. They are not representing Jesus. And we wonder whether it is church or something else. We have so many people in the house. The Bible talks about the fact that by the measure of their faith, uh, nobody can see the glory of God until we come to the place of hopefulness. Come on, say hopefulness. Uh, now, I was in a lesson yesterday. I had a meeting with some folks, some men of God, and we were learning some things. And I said that if, where there is no hope, there is no future. 
Where there is no hope, there is no activity. Where there is no hope, there is no glory of God. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews, uh, it said by faith, the elders receive a good report. So without faith, it is impossible to please him because he that cometh to him must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if you are a believer and you are not in the ministry of being hopeful, you cannot have the ingredient of faith. The Bible says faith is the substance of the things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. So if you decide to be a believer or you decide to follow Jesus, then you have to be hopeful. If the devil take your hope, he's taking your joy because your joy is embedded in your hope. I want you to understand that even though you may come to a place of helplessness, please make sure you don't come to the place of hopelessness because when you lose your hope, you lose the sustaining power that God can redeem you in the place of destruction. My Bible said that I want you to understand that faith forms part of your formation and because faith forms part of our formation, we have to understand that we have to be hopeful in the Lord. Tell your neighbor, hope in the Lord. Now, the Bible says that this was a woman in John chapter 4. The Bible said that Jesus has dealt with himself many times. And, and the Bible said that although the road to some, through Samaria was the shortest route from Jerusalem, the Bible said to Galilee, in the region where the Jews often they decide to understand the Jews when they are going somewhere, the Bible said that they were tra- Jesus decided to travel and he on his way through the road to Samaria he, he, he decided to take that path from Jerusalem on his way to Galilee and the Bible said that there was in, it was important that he goes through Samaria and we have been told by geography that it is good from Jerusalem if you're on your way to Galilee it is important and it is shorter to go through Samaria they did not so they did not do so who am I talking about the Jews did not go through Samaria because there was a deep distrust and dislike between many of the Jewish people and the Samaritans even though it was the shortest distance to go to Galilee they didn't pass there because of their distrust and because of their relationship with the Samaritans when you look at the text carefully in John chapter 4, verse number 4, the Bible said the NIV uses expression like this. It said, now he had to go through Samaria. And the new King James said, but he needed to go through Samaria. I like what the message translation said. It said to get there, with where? Galilee. He had to pass through Samaria. Praise God. I like what the amplifier says. It said it is necessary, it was necessary for him to go through Samaria. Oh, precious one, they are things that are necessary. Tell your neighbor, they are things that are necessary. 
Oh, Jesus went through Samaria to show that he is the savior of all people. It did not discriminate regardless of whether the Jews had a relationship with the Samaritans or not. He went through Samaria to prove a point that even though certain Jews do not affiliate themselves with the Samaritans, I want you to understand I am not choosy and selective. I have come to save all. And the Bible said that he went through Samaria. Samaria was a central location between Judea, which was south, and Galilee uh, that was not. The Jewish despised the Samaritans because they were Jews who had intermarried with the non-Jewish and followed the heretical and what we call orthodox. They followed the unorthodox method of serving and, and living for the things of God. Most Jewish traveled out of their way to avoid the Samaritans. They tried to avoid them without going through Samaria. And I want you to understand that sometimes there are things in your life you want to avoid. But God wants to show forth his glory. Therefore, he will tell you to stick to the plan and go through Samaria. I don't know who I am speaking to today. Samaria is the place where your feelings can be affected. We heard about forgiveness this morning. And forgiveness is one of the ways you go through your Samaria. There are certain people you can avoid in your life. But they will make your journey so short. So God wants you to go through them and deal with certain things in your life. I pray that anything that is causing you to go through the long way, God should give you power over it in the name of Jesus. I said God should give you power over it in the name of Jesus. Uh, he needed to go through Samaria. Doesn't mean it was humanly favorable for him to go through. It doesn't mean that it was conducive for him to go through. It doesn't mean that it was easy for him to go through. There are certain women you have to marry because they happen to be your Samaria. There are certain places you need to go because it encompasses and it it's, it's, it's such, it, they are symbolics that symbolizes your Samaria. How many people has the Lord brought in your life even though you wish sometimes you wouldn't go, you wouldn't meet them. But God brings them on your way because sometimes they begin to cause you to go through pain. That was what Jesus went through. He could have avoided Samaria just to go through the other way. But the Bible said it was needful that he goes through Samaria. Come on, action neighbor do you have some samaritans in your life we are jews we don't we don't associate with them but the bible said that it said that jesus needed to go through samaria the need wasn't because of the travel arrangement or the practical necessity but because there were people there who needed to hear the gospel my bible said that samaria had a strategic point and the bible said that when jesus passed through samaria he came to a well that was 
was very historic. It came to a well called the Jacob well was there where he met this woman. Oh, the Jacob well was there. The city of Sikha was an ancient mark. It was the capital city of Samaritans. There is where that is where Abraham first encountered the grace of God and arrived into Canaan from Babylonia in Genesis chapter 12 verse 6. This is where God first appeared to Abraham in Canaan and renewed the promise of giving the land to him and his descendants. This land I'm talking about is very historic. It was a place where the glory of God came down. This is where Abraham built an altar and called upon the name of the Lord. The same place the Samaritans that the Jews have abandoned. They don't want to go through the the place called Samaria even though it was very prominent with the experiences of God. This is where Jacob brought a piece of land from the Canaanites named Ammon for 100 pieces of silver. I want you to understand the Bible said he was passing by that place and the Bible said he got tired. Tell your neighbor you get tired sometimes. The Bible said that he was Jenny, and when he was Jenny, the Bible said he got tired from his Jenny. After a long day walk, Jesus was tired. John, in his presentation, has been very careful to show us that Jesus is God. But also, he wanted us to know that Jesus was not a superman, but he's a man and he's a genuine man who sometimes has got the limitations of men. And the Bible said because he was tired, he decided to he sat at the well during the sixth hour and the bible said by the reckoning john used this 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 expression to let you and i understand that during the hotness of the day jesus got tired and he sat by the well oh my brother my sister the things that god could have caused you to avoid the things that when you look at it carefully why must jesus be tired because god needed him to stay and sit at the well to save somebody sometimes you might ask yourself why must I go through what I went through uh, there are times in my life when I've gone through difficult moment of my life there are times I've received some ticket in places I shouldn't have received ticket there are people I encountered I should have encountered them there are people you meet in life that you shouldn't have met them but because God has got a plan for you God has got a mandate place upon you to support others by your experience it causes you to go through something there are some things you may be going through in your marriage there are some things you may be going through at your workplace but you have to go through them because there are certain people you need to save in the name of jesus i pray over your life the reason why god have allowed certain things in your life i pray that you will receive the pepper for which they and that they were brought into your life today in the name of Jesus. I don't know but I want you to understand that there are things that when you look at God you ask yourself why must God take me through this? There were certain failures I went through in my life and I did not know when I came through all of them and I look back I began to know that God has been merciful for me in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to understand that there are things you may be going through right now and it is good because somebody needs to 
be saved. Somebody needs to encounter the grace of God. When you look at the event of your life, you know God could have avoided it, but God decided to allow you to fail. How many have written some exams and have failed before? When you look back, you begin to thank God that he gave you the strength to go back and pass. I am here to tell you, the Bible said the step of the righteous man is being ordered by the Lord. Whatever you are going through in your life, I want you to know that God allowed it in your life for a reason in the name of Jesus. I said it was for a reason in the name of Jesus. I know there are things you have prayed about. There are things you have been hopeful about. It did not go the way you expected it. But I came to tell somebody, Jesus got tired in the place God wanted him to sit. I am here to tell you, you may be tired in something. Your tiredness could be a failure in something. Your tiredness could be something that is under your expectation. But I want you to understand that God knows what he's doing in the name of Jesus. Oh, God knows what he's doing. The Bible said in the book of John chapter 4 verse 7 to 9, it said that a woman of Samaria came to, the, to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. And the Bible said that this woman came for water at an unusual hours. And she came alone. Typically, women came to the water, to fetch water, to get to draw water early during the morning. But this woman came during the afternoon. She did not come with a group of people or a group of women, but she came alone. Perhaps there was a sudden need or perhaps she was a social outcast. She has been stigmatized by the other women. She has been lonely. And precious one, I want you to understand this because God wants me to speak to somebody this morning. That in their loneliness and and in in, in the deprivation that people have stigmatized us and she's become an outcast, cause her to walk alone. There are times in your life that you may be going through something alone. But because if you don't go through alone, you may miss Jesus at the well. Oh, somebody be with me here. This woman came at an odd time. And because she came at an odd time, that within the odd, the odd moment of her life, that was the same time Jesus got tired. Precious one, there are some things, if God doesn't cause you to be wary in them, if certain people don't hate you, there are certain things that you will not encounter. Praise the Lord. Oh, the Bible said that there was a man who married two women. Be with me. The Bible said that Jacob married two women. The Bible said he married Rachel and he married Leah. And the Bible said, you can check it. The Bible said that Jacob loved Rachel more. But the Bible said that she was what? She was barren. But the text also said that there was Leah who was also barren. But she was not loved by who? Jacob. But the Bible said that because Leah was hated, the Bible said God opened her womb. Sometimes hatred, when people begin to hate you, don't hate them back. Because through your hatred, God can open your womb. 
Oh, I don't think you going to understand what I just said. Sometimes we think and we know that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can think or imagine. How can Jesus be walking? How can God be walking? And God got tired. Why? Because there was a woman that needed an encounter. I prophesy upon your life. Maybe you are tired, but God has got a plan for somebody here. I am here to tell you that in your failure, God will turn your weeping into dancing. God said I should tell you don't be tired yet. He said don't give up yet because God has got a plan for you. The woman has been stigmatized. Society has given up on her. She could not fit into the economy of her own town. And because of her rejection, heaven planned about her. The Bible said it was needful that Jesus went to Samaria. And because it was needful, because there was somebody who needed an encounter. There was somebody who is going through so much pain. Who feel like giving up in the place they shouldn't give up. There is somebody who has been neglected. There is somebody who is in too much pain. Like the woman with the issue of blood. Who have tried many things and have not succeeded. And they are telling themselves that they even wanted to try again. God said I should tell you. That as you go to the world that has got the encounter of God. You will be refreshed in the name of Jesus. I said you will be refreshed in the name of Jesus. The Bible said in all, all in all, this woman is a fascinating character. She is of a mature age and has hard not to go all together, but she has got some reputation. Her reputation has not been pleasant in the past. And she is, uh, she, she's having, she's behaving in a silly way when she was talking to Jesus and she was asking Jesus silly questions uh, ready to talk to with a stranger which she should not entertain in her life uh, she was talking to Jesus but the questions she was asking Jesus they were fleshly questions but sometimes we come to God with our vulnerability and, uh, and our pain just as we are but within it we begin to find God God finds a way to meet us in our pain. I want you to understand that it doesn't matter how bad it may look. This woman has gone through so much in her past. But my Bible said that she was asking Jesus silly questions. Oh, my brother, my sister, sometimes I want you to understand there are things that may come your way that may look silly. The Bible said, Jesus said, give me water. Oh, there are sometimes things you may be going through. But Jesus is saying, give me water. Ask your neighbor, what is Jesus asking you? The Bible said, Jesus said, give me water to drink. Jesus, the son of the living God, asked him for water. This is why I'm going to end the preaching. Jesus, the son of the living God, asking for water from an ordinary woman. Some of us think that God is almost glorified when human participation is not is, is most excluded. What do I mean? Some of you think that God doesn't need you. But I want you to understand that God needs you. Tell your neighbor how God needs you. Uh, tell your neighbor God needs you. So you can't carry your life anyhow. Come on, tell your neighbor, God needs you. 
So don't carry your life anyhow. <laughs> Yet Jesus did not ad, uh, d- d- diminish his glory one bit from asking for help or cooperation of the Samaritan woman as it worked towards the accomplishment of a divine purpose. The reason why Jesus asked for water is because there was a divine purpose attached to the ordinary uh, demands he's, he's making. Uh, I want you to understand as it worked towards the accomplishment of the divine purpose, the Father and the Son were most glorified in this display of love and kindness to the woman. God needs our services. God needs our resources. God needs our time to accomplish a divine assignment. And we need him to help us to understand this mystery. In all of this we see many of the seeming paradoxes of Jesus' work. Who, oh, oh, Jesus, who was to give rest was weary. The one who gives rest to many is a common to me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The one who gives rest is the one who is tired. Sometimes God will come to you with that which his strength is in. There are times God will tell you to show love when he himself is the one who must render love unto your life. God will be asking you for something that he should be given to you. But your obedience to listen to him will cause you to experience the supernatural. I want you to understand what is God asking from you. The God who gives rest now is restless. He's tired. He who is the God of Israel, the Messiah, speak to the Samaritan woman. He who has a living water asking for drink from an ordinary woman. How is it that you, being a Jew, asked to drink water from me? My Bible said he asked that question because there was an agenda. Tell your neighbor there is an agenda for your life. Sometimes in your life, God will be asking you for something. Sometimes God will be asking you for something. But that something is that which you have in your hand. This woman was a woman who has been drawing water. She's got something that she could draw water with. But Jesus hasn't got anything. And Jesus is asking for help. In the year 2021, those of us who are willing to obey God, we will see the glory of God. I said, we will see the glory of God. I said, we will see the glory of God. The Bible said, immediately the woman was impressed by the friendliness of Jesus. He was, he was, it was unusual for her to hear the kind of greetings from a Jewish man. For generally speaking, Jews were not nice to the Samaritans. But I want to iron it here. I want to learn here. Those of you who have been walking, those of us who have been walking in life, the Bible said, the woman said, what are you going to draw with? He said, if you know the one who is asking you of, of this water, you'll be asking of a living water. What does it mean? Anytime God requests something from man, he has got a better thing for you. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I thought you put your hands together there. Anytime God asks you of anything in your life, regardless of whatever it is, get to know that he's got a better plan for you. 
But the problem is that we relate to God's message as if he's human. This woman is looking at a man who hasn't got anything to fetch water with. Therefore, this woman is thinking that it is not possible. Most of us are walking by our sensual perception. And I want you to understand that Jesus is the only God that can get you water without anything to fetch with. The Bible said this woman needed her mind to be reconfigured. She needed her mind to be renewed. Not by fleshly mechanism, but by spiritual means. Her way of thinking was the fact that you can only draw water when you have something to fetch with. But God wants me to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that you don't need many people for you to, for you to experience what God said he would do in your life. God was not the God who took Mary. He said, Mary said, how can it be? And the Bible said, he said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. Mary was also having a mentality that the only way you can become pregnant is for you to meet a man. But God is the holy God who can cause you to become pregnant without a man sleeping with you. And the Bible said, the Samaritan woman had the whole mindset. Said that he needed somebody who has got something to fetch water before they can give him her water. I'm finishing here, be with me. How many of you has God promised you and you've asked yourself, how can this be? When you look at everything going on, you are actually, the Bible said, the woman asked Jesus, what are you going to fetch with? Whatever God is saying to you, it may not have signs of accomplishment, sensually. That is why you have to understand that when God speaks, you need to condense yourself in the presence of God to be able to carry that kind of mindset. The reason why we are not able to see the glory of God is that when God tells you he's going to give you a living water, we are looking for people who have got containers who can fetch water. But you don't need people who can fetch water before God can give you what he promised you. If he promised you, he will cause it to come to power. He said he watches over his word to perform it. I prophesy upon your life today that whatever I've made you lose confidence in what God said is going down in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, this woman said, what are you going to fetch with? And I'm here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that you don't need anybody. You don't need to see Jesus having something to fetch water with. Before you believe, he can give you living water. Today, I am here to tell you, the mindset of you thinking that you have to work so tirelessly you have to work day and night before you can come to the place of rest. It is a lie. Tell your neighbor it is a lie. Come on, tell your neighbor it is a lie. Haven't you seen in the scriptures when God, He's the only one? Come on, precious one. Oh, my, my, I want you to renew your the renewing of mind I'm talking about here is I want you to change your way of thinking. Tell your neighbor, change your way of thinking. Come on, tell your neighbor, change your way of thinking. Change your way of thinking. Tell your neighbor, change your way of thinking. Come on, tell your neighbor, change the way of thinking. Change your way of thinking. I need somebody's mind to be renewed. I need you to change the pattern of your thinking. 
I need you to change the pattern of your word, of your thinking. You are actually, listen, I don't want you, listen, what you need is a word from God. And when you get a word from God and carry your life in obedience to his word, he will make the rest follow. Hallelujah. I'm going to finish in a minute. This month and the month of May and the month of June, I'm going to talk more about giving. I'm going to starting from the scripture. I want you to understand this. It's, come on, say it's a mystery. Listen, don't limit God. Don't tell your neighbor, don't limit God. This is the introduction of something I'm going to share with you in the next few weeks. I'm going to share mysteries with you. And it's, as I share mysteries with you, those who believe in it will begin to walk into it. Stand on your feet. This week and the subsequent week, when you are coming to church, during the week, if you can fast and pray, fast and pray. The gatekeepers, I want to plead with you. When you are praying, I want you to pray that as the mystery of God is being revealed to the church, we will open up and give God the room to act. Today, as you have heard the voice of God, that you don't need. Most of us are behaving like the Samaritan woman. We want to see Jesus with something that can be used to fetch water before we believe he can give us living water. What an, what an insult. Look at me. What an insult. <laughs> what an insult. You want to see Jesus, the God of all flesh, to have something you can relate to sensually before you believe him. Look at me. Marie, let your daughter stand here for me right now. Stand here for me, please. Stand here. But daughter, stand behind here for me, please. Lift up your hand. Close your eyes. God is giving you something right now. Take her bedding off from her God. Whatever causes her to undermine herself, above which that which God has said, today that thing has been lifted off from you. I pray for you. God said, I should tell you, you have to walk by faith. You will not see the Jesus who is going to give you the living water to have something to fetch with. But I promise you, you will become what God said you will become. My sister. Your sister is going to walk in the dimension of supernatural. Anytime she speaks negative about herself, tell her she's more than that. I don't know, but I see in the realms of the spirit, it will, it will even get to a time she will tell you she will not go back to school. Because of the way people are treating her. 
But God said, whatever he has promised you will come to pass. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. That as you leave this place today. When Jesus tells you he will give you living water. You will have the confidence in him that he is able to do it for you. I thank you. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together.